Salam Salam from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 7th of September, 2023. Here is a quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. After the war between the federal government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, an interim government mainly composed of TPLF officials was put together. Parties left out of this interim administration are not happy. A few of them got together and issued a statement on Tuesday the 29th asking for permission to hold peaceful demonstrations from Thursday the 7th to Saturday the 9th of September in Tigray's capital, Mekele, in regards to the internal administration, the situation of the internally displaced Tigrayans, among other issues. However, on Thursday the 31st of August, the city administration replied that even though the parties are entitled to a peaceful demonstration, it will have to turn down the request. They said that since officers will be busy, there are religious holidays on the dates of the proposed demonstrations, they couldn't grant them permission to state the protests. On Friday the 1st of September, the parties released a statement saying that they will proceed with the demonstrations nonetheless and that the city administration's decision was unacceptable. Now, the party began campaigning on Tuesday the 5th all around McKelly on rented cars and speakers to have as many people show up. Police detained party members and the people who rented their cars and speakers at the demonstrators. And ahead of the, one of the parties even confirmed to the news on a social media page that urged regional government officials to release detainees immediately. On Wednesday the 6th, one of the parties, Asimba, announced that it was not going to partake in the demonstrations officers had clearly explained that the protests wouldn't be legal. The heads of three parties had said that they were going to demonstrate that they were arrested, released, and rearrested the same day within the span of a few hours. The region's interim president, Gedachu Reda, finally spoke out. He told media outlets that his administration isn't trying to restrict rights of the parties, and he explained that right now, Demonstrations can't be held there because of security concerns. Now next up, the Amhara region is still an unfavorable predicament, even though there have been numerous reports of fights between the army and the youth group FANO. On Friday the 1st, Burhanu Jula, the National Defense Forces Field Marshal, said that the situation in the region no longer poses a security threat. Now despite his statement, civilians are suffering due to a shortage of foods, goods, and reduced health services. Now, the state of emergency has also contributed to the present debacle since the Declaration Restraints Movement, which in turn leads to increasing prices. I recall that last week, however, a new president was appointed for the region, Areko Kabede, the new president that put together his cabinet immediately after being sworn in and held a meeting on Saturday the 2nd with the Regional Security Council. Now, moving on, the Ministry of Defense said that this past week it had started replacing license plates of the vehicles of armed forces. Now, the Ministry began switching plates on Thursday the 31st and said that it will have changed the plates of the armed service vehicles very soon. Now, the Ministry said this decision comes after it obtained information that certified that other entities had gotten a hold of the old plates. Now, the ministry explained that the change was necessary because these unnamed entities could use the plates for illegal purposes. Now, on to news about social issues. The Addis Ababa Civil Registration Services Agency told media outlets that in this ending Ethiopian calendar year, the number of divorcees has doubled compared to last year. The agency's director said that this statistic only included those married couples that have officially filed for divorce. According to the agency, 
divorces have been on the rise for various reasons, including communication issues, finances, family interference, and among others. Now, last week we told you that Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed and executives of the Ethiopian Workers Association Confederation had held talks and that the details of the discussion weren't made public just yet. Well, since then, specifics have been revealed. The executives of the Confederation asked the government to set a minimum wage, decrease tax rates for workers, and reboot the Workers and Employee Affairs Advisory Board, which has been dominant for the past two years, among other requests. A media outlets reported that the PM had told the respective government entities to take action in accordance with the request of the Confederation. And the Prime Minister ordered the immediate resumption of the advisory board, but explained that other requests take time to implement. Now, on that rule, and on that note about the executive recently, the government decided to make Addis Ababa University a self-governing entity. Now, last week, on Wednesday the 30th, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed appointed Minister of Education Brahanu Nega as the university's chancellor. The Ministry of Education said the university also has new members, with Ethio Telecom CEO Frewa Tamiru as its chairwoman. The ministry hinted that the board will go on to appoint a new university and vice president for the university. Uh, two weeks ago, we told you that the Sadama region of the Prosperity Party fired Segai Tuke from his post as mayor of the Hawassa, one of the biggest cities of Ethiopia. Now, the office said he was fired for his incompetence. The city's administration council voted on Monday the 4th to appoint a new mayor, and Makuria Merche was sworn in. Makuria was previously working as the head of Sadama's Urban Development and Construction Bureau. However, former mayor Segaye took to social media to say that he didn't commit a single mistake. He blamed conspirators for his removal from office, saying that even though other officials who outperformed him had been removed as part of the efforts to these conspirators, whom the mayor didn't identify. Now, in some tech news, one of the most popular browsing apps in the world, Opera, has launched a marketing campaign in Ethiopia in collaboration with the first and only private telecom services provider, Safaricom. As part of the campaign, Safaricom subscribers will get a free 1.5 gigabytes of data to browse the internet through the Opera app on Android phones. Opera executive Jorgen Arneson said that the company is excited to join forces with partner Safaricom to explain Ethiopia's digital economy, a place in which Arneson said there's great potential. It's also back to school season. In the past few years, although many goods and services prices have skyrocketed, one of the more notable and sharp price increases is observed in exercise books. Now to get prices under control, the Ethiopian Trade Enterprises Corporation said that it has bought more than 3 million exercise books from China. The corporation added that the exercise books will arrive very soon and will be distributed to the public at a fair price. Now here's a quick question. How many months are in a year? 12? Wrong. In Ethiopia, there are 13 months. The 13th month, called Pagume, has five days, six days in a leap year. Now there's a 13 month in Ethiopia because all other months have exactly 30 days. Now after the remaining, you'll get a month of five days at the end of the year. Now this year's Pagume lasts from Wednesday the 6th to Monday the 11th. And Tuesday the 12th? Well, that's the Ethiopian New Year. Now, if you want to go back in time, then we recommend you hop on a flight to Ethiopia because the Ethiopian New Year we'll be celebrating is 2016. Happy New Year. Now, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Did you know that this is the perfect day to subscribe to our show? 
Have you already done that? Thanks. Then tell your friends about us. Remember, you can help us financially with the link in our show notes. Ciao. Thank you.